0: Welcome to the Decent Rowing Podcast, my name's Lachlan Davey, I'm here with my dad Ken Davey and together we have the Decent Rowing website. So today we're going to be talking about boat acceleration and how we came across it and why we think it's absolutely crucial that you measure boat acceleration for improving your rowing. Um, so yeah, back in the day when I was rowing uh, as a relatively competitive uh, junior athlete, uh, the Institute of Sport wanted to measure my boat acceleration, they put this thing called a Minimax. Uh, on my boat and it has accelerometers in it and a GPS and it records the whole session. So it records how much the boat accelerates at different points throughout the whole session. You can download it once you get back on land. And what fascinated me was it, sh- the, it showed me a huge amount of information that one, the coaches couldn't see while I was rowing and two, something that I just had no idea about. It really had uh, minute details about the rowing stroke that You could see reproducibly every stroke so you could work on something and and go back out and essentially fix your rowing stroke with something that couldn't be seen before and um, yeah that was my first uh, introduction to acceleration in the rowing boat and what what was it for you Ken when did you first come across the concept of acceleration?
1: Well my experience in coaching has always been that I thought that there should be more science applied to the the rowing stroke and how it works, because I was a scientist, because I trained as a scientist in the past. And I've always felt that, that I didn't understand enough about it. So I measured lots of things in my early days of coaching. And then I came across the Minimax, as Lachlan discussed, it and, and I could never find anyone I was coaching for wouldn't be able to afford to buy them because they were quite expensive. But they taught, taught me quite a bit for the limited use I had of them of what happens in the boat. And then it wasn't until a few years later uh, when i I had an iphone and so i'd download every rowing app that i could find just to see if there was something there that would be useful and i came across the rowing in motion app that was written by johannes in germany uh, many years ago and i found the app really illuminating because what it did it shows you in the boat uh, shows you what the acceleration of the boat is doing at different parts of the stroke and being able to see it in there made it a lot easier to understand that what actually happens in the boat. Now for example the boat accelerates when we have the drive phase, we understand that but it also accelerates uh, in a race situation, accelerates a lot in the recovery phase because the boat's quite light and the athlete's a lot heavier so when the foot plate is drawn towards the athlete it actually moves towards the athlete accelerating the boat and the trick then is to be able to capture that acceleration and with a good catch and be able to hold that acceleration and then build on it with the drive phase So this app all of a sudden made it realistic for any coach and any athlete to be able to see themselves what's happening to the boat and to maximize their performance by maximizing the acceleration uh, throughout the rowing stroke. So I found it a a tremendously useful app, uh, which was really, really handy in coaching the athletes that I was coaching at the time. Uh, Since then, I've understood a lot more about the rowing stroke, of course, and now the app is able to be used for athletes uh, on their own. Once they understand what's going on with the acceleration in the boat, they can use the app on their own, with or without a coach. Better with a coach, I would argue, but they can use it with or without a coach to improve their performance, particularly when it comes to racing and boat speed.
0: And yeah, it was probably probably three years ago now. I reckon that. Uh, johannes was looking for someone to take over the app other commitments in his life meant he couldn't spend as much time as he wanted to on the rowing in motion app and so he was looking for a developer um, to continue on uh, with with the app and keep it going and keep promoting it and and developing it and so that was when we got involved with rowing in motion in a big way we ended up purchasing the app off johannes and so since then we've been developing it and uh, and trying to you know, keep it up to date with uh, compatibility and all the issues that you have with both the Apple and Android platforms. And so, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. But yeah, last year we had a massive overhaul, and and yeah, so just really trying to keep keep that app going and and because we just think it's such a great uh, resource for people to be able to use. And um, yeah, there's it's there's something about having. The real-time feedback of the rowing stroke that the app, the app gives you. So once you know what you're looking for with the boat acceleration trace, and it does take a bit to learn, but it's not too complicated. Once you know what you're looking for, you can see the app in real time, sit it in the boat just as I would a stroke coach, and um, it, it gives me an acceleration readout, and I can work on different parts of my rowing stroke, try different things out, and see how it affects my boat speed and also my acceleration profile.
1: I think one of the fundamental things that that many coaches and athletes don't focus on is that if you're racing anywhere over probably a rating of 26, uh, then you do actively draw the boat towards you every rowing stroke, simply otherwise you won't be able to get the rating that you're looking for. And certainly if you're rating in the mid-30s, then you have to be quite aggressive in pulling the boat towards you. The interesting part for me is that when athletes don't know what happens and they think that they're just coming down the slide into the catch, then they don't understand the power of that acceleration you can get on the recovery. So the concept of telling athletes or athletes thinking that they come down the slide into the catch is simply not the case when you're rating over about 26. What's happening is that the foot stretcher is coming to you, the slide is going under you uh, towards the bow of the boat, you're not coming down the slide towards the stern of the boat. Now, understanding that is really important because once athletes understand it, then they can use it. I had one particular athlete that uh, was in a race, uh, a championship race, and and he was about a length and a half behind the crew in front. And uh, his wife was watching from the bike path and she said uh, that at one point in the race, he did a big push there and he said, no, actually what I did is I just concentrated on pulling my feet towards me coming into the catch. And all of a sudden he gained a length and a half on the people in front. So it's a really powerful tool and if you don't understand that it happens then it's really hard to coach it. So from a coach perspective if you don't understand and can quantify how much the boat accelerates coming into the catch then it's really difficult to coach that to improve the athlete performance. So I suggest uh, pay attention to the boat. If you're outside the, the Boat in a speed boat alongside a, a particularly a single skull but you can see it in bigger boats as well. Then ask the athlete to once they understand the concept of drawing the boat towards them, ask them to draw the boat towards them, and then have a really quick catch, and watch what happens to the boat. So look at a point on the boat that you can easily identify, like a stroke coach or a rigger, and watch what happens as the athlete comes into the catch, and you'll see the boat will move towards the bow, and then. If they put the blade in really well and pick up the load well, it won't go back towards the stern. And if they push too hard at that point, then you'll find, and they're not connected, then you'll find that the boat pushes back. So, this forwards and backwards movement of the boat is the acceleration we're talking about. So, really critical to watch for it, understand it, and then work out how you can measure that and how the athlete can measure that. And then, if they can influence that directly with their technique, you'll find you get a faster boat. Pretty much straight
0: away. One of the things I found most interesting about the acceleration trace, and you don't—it's not really intuitive to know this—is that the fastest point uh, during the rowing stroke, typically if you're rating above, say, 24 strokes a minute, is during the, that last part of the recovery. So intuitively, most people think that the boat would be fastest when you just before you tap the blades out of the water, but because of the, the transfer of momentum um, of the the body. And the boat going the other way is actually the, the point where it's the fastest. And so there's lots of things with the acceleration trace that you can you get to understand what the boat's doing a lot better. And there's a lot of coaches, um, you know, top coaches as well that will focus primarily on what the boat is doing um, and, yeah, what the athletes are doing, but primarily what, what effect they're having on the boat and measuring that. And acceleration is one of the main ways they do that. The other way is speed. Um, yeah, the either a mini max or the rowing in motion app uh, will will give you a, a readout of what your speed profiles through throughout the stroke too. So you might find that you're accelerating the boat really well, but during the recovery or the catch, you're a bit slower, and that's causing your boat spread to drop off a lot every stroke. And so it's it's almost like getting a video of someone and watching it. So if we watched a video of someone rowing, we could pick up a few things. Say, yeah, that looks like they need to work on that, they need to work on that, that bit's good. But there's also a lot of information that we can't see and if we had the rowing in motion acceleration trace, then we'd be able to tell a lot more about which parts of their stroke they're doing well and which parts of their stroke need more work on, uh, a lot more than you would if you just looked at it in a video or out of a coach's boat.
1: No doubt. And another thing that happens too is that from a coach perspective, if I'm in a, in a speedboat alongside an athlete, I can see what the boat's doing and I can comment on that. But from an athlete perspective, and you might want to comment on this, Lachlan, is if you're sitting in the boat, you can't really feel that as easily as I can see it. And so you can't feel that you've, for example, pulling the boat towards you successfully or that you've got to... A really good catch. Now you may well be able to feel a really good catch and then but as far as pulling the boat towards you it's difficult to feel how well you're doing that in the boat. Another particular area that's hard to determine whether you're doing it well is in the first part of the drive phase it's important to maintain connection just after the blade's gone into the water and maintain connection with the water and in the beginning of the drive phase to make sure that you don't decelerate the boat at that point. Now that's something that that I think it's almost impossible to feel in a boat unless you're really, really experienced. And so having a, a trace sitting in front of you in the boat and giving you that feedback live, I think is really important when it comes to being able to row better.
0: Yeah, so I think athletes, rowers especially, are famously bad at being able to intuit what they should do with the rowing stroke, like what feels right. they just, you know, what they think feels right uh, is often very wrong and there's a lot of learning that has to go on to to be able to execute a, a good rowing stroke it's not something you can just intuitively do and you know don't have to tell rowers that but people who come to rowing and they don't really understand how difficult the movement is to just just do um yeah it's it's, it's something that yeah a lot of rowers need to be able to have that feedback in front of them either from a coach telling them what to do Uh, when they're doing it wrong or you know this is where this app sort of comes in and and for me especially you can if you know what your rowing acceleration trace looks like I I know that when I go for a row and I've got it in the boat just sitting there on my phone I can see see the trace and I know what I should see and if I'm not getting it looking like it should be like for example the other day I went out for a row I hadn't been in the boat for a while maybe a couple of weeks I've been doing lots of training lots of running lots of weights lots of you know just lots of training and essentially what happens with my body is it tightens up a lot but I could see that tightening up in the acceleration curve I could see when I came into the catch the boat was slowing down a lot earlier on the recovery than it should be. So, essentially, you want the boat to keep running, keep running, keep the boat speed up until you get to that right at that catch place. It in and have a very sharp and short deceleration phase. And I was starting to have a very gradual deceleration phase, and that meant the boat was slowing down for longer. And it was because as I was coming into the catch, the uh, the ankle flexibility and you know, my Achilles and also my quads that's a lot tighter than it used to be and so I can't easily get into that catch position with the way my boat is rigged Um, and so I can't get that quick catch without slowing the boat down and it's something I couldn't see Uh, I couldn't feel I I didn't feel that bad but I realized when after looking at the trace for a while I was like what is doing this what is doing this and it, it just clicked and it's obviously the fact that I'm a lot tighter than I was and I need to do a lot more stretching or, and probably and or, um, change the rig of my boat a little bit so it fits me a bit better with the amount of training load that I'm doing. So it it can really, it, if you know what you're looking for, it can really shine a light on problem areas before they sort of uh, magnify or before you get, you know, six months of training down the track and you're like, well, I still can't get this catch right, what am I doing? And if you know what you're looking for with the trace, it can often be picked up a lot earlier and you can work on it uh, instantly as opposed to sort of pulling your hair out, trying to work out, you know, what's going wrong.
1: So one of the things that I think is really important about athletes taking responsibility for their own performance is that if you're in the position where you've got one coach and a number of athletes, then it's really quite difficult uh, in two ways. Firstly, it's difficult for a coach to be able to... uh, work individually with each athlete uh, in the particular area that Lachlan was talking about then because it's a bit hard to see and also they've got a lot of athletes that are demanding their time so having uh, the trace in the boat and being able to understand what it means i think is really important for athletes to self-coach and therefore improve their performance at the same time as with input from the coach but improve their performance by understanding better what they can do to make the boat go faster and one of the critical parts about this is how do we get the perfect catch? Now, the perfect catch is something that I think is a little bit hard to, for some people to define, but from my perspective, it's really quite simple. It's the, you wanna minimize the amount of time that the boat decelerates uh, at the catch. So when the recovery is pretty much complete, the boat starts to decelerate and then the blade's put in the water and it starts to accelerate as the power's applied And so you want to minimize the amount of time that the boat decelerates. We call it the catch duration. So we want to have the smallest catch duration we can, ideally about 0.3 of a second, which is really quite good. A lot of athletes run at about 0.4 to 0.5. So in order to get a perfect catch, it's hard to know what a perfect catch really is, but uh, in order to get a good catch, what you want to be able to do is to minimize that catch duration. And... And we've got a particular set of techniques that we think will assist in that process. But I suppose, firstly, Lachlan, from a catch perspective, uh, what's the most difficult thing that you've found in trying over the years to get a better catch? And why is a catch, a good catch, so important?
0: Uh, so, yeah, for me, getting, a, getting a, a good catch or a perfect catch, it's all about the placement of the blade with and getting a good, good length of the blade of the stroke through the water afterwards and been able to apply the power well and you know we've we've spent an awful lot of time talking about the catch and and what things you want to look out for but i think i think it's like a, a basic sort of thing you want to make sure you don't slow the boat too much coming into the catch you want to get the blade in quickly not too early not too late and you want to be able to get the power on with the legs especially and a bit the body after you place that blade not with the arms and so, if you can do all of those things, then I think you're on your way to a perfect catch. the The real issue with the catch is, and getting it exactly right is, it's just such a short moment of time. Like it's all over in half a second. It 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 really is. Um, it's it's not. Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating when it's. I say it's over in less than half a second. Um, so, the more you can uh, analyze the data from that very small window the more you can understand about what's actually happening. So, for example, someone could have a slow catch because they come into the the catch too slow or they could have a slow catch because they apply the power too slow and that can be easy or relatively easy for an expert coach to be able to pick up but an app can pick it up and show it to anyone without any any sort of... uh, your massive knowledge base as long as you know what you're kind of looking for the an app like the rowing in motion app can tell you how long your catch is and how much time you're wasting in different parts of the stroke and you just need a little bit of knowledge to be able to understand that and then it's something you can work on um and take it take a bit of the mystery out of out of what a, a fast catch is and where you're losing time because you might be really good at one part of the catch or you might be really bad at one part of the catch and And being able to see that, see, like, expand that half second out so you can analyse it, that's really valuable uh, for teaching rowers and also developing, you know, a catch to the point where you would call it a perfect catch.
1: I'm sure there's lots of opinions about there what a perfect catch is, but the fundamental, from my perspective, is that you want to be able to minimise the amount of time that the boat decelerates at the catch. So the boat starts to decelerate just as... The athletes coming into the catch or getting the, drawing the boat towards them that last bit of the recovery and then it starts to accelerate again once they've got the blade in the water connected with the load and putting some power on so if we can minimize that time we call it catch duration but if we can minimize that catch duration down to uh, 0.3 0.35 somewhere in that sort of a range then we're going to get a, a much sharper and a much better catch in, in my perspective there's a few other bits that come with that, but the fundamental really is to be able to minimise the amount of time that you slow the boat down at the catch.
0: And one of the things about boat acceleration is I don't know of one elite coach that doesn't use boat acceleration to improve the technique and the boat speed of their athletes. It's just so crucial to elite athletes. And But when it comes to um, club athletes, uh, social rowers, even junior competitive rowers, there's not many of them that have a good idea of what the boat acceleration is and how they can use that data to improve their rowing. They're sort of relying on these expert um, experts, basically, at, at the Institutes of Sport And so it's something that I think a lot of more rowers could get a lot more out of if they educate themselves on boat acceleration and see what they're doing specifically. So if you wanna learn more about boat acceleration, we've got a heap of videos on our website, specifically using the Rowing in Motion app and other top coaches talking about boat acceleration for their crews and what they look for as well as examples. So if you're interested in that uh, Decent Rowing membership, is probably the way to go. If you want more than that, Ken's created this complete guide to chasing the perfect catch that's focusing on boat acceleration. Uh, It's on our website. You can head over there, decentrowing.com. Go to the shop and it's there in the download section. And so he's put together a complete guide that includes examples of different acceleration curves, what you should be looking for and uh, how you can use them to improve your rowing as well as drills that you can use to improve your rowing.